Hello world, and welcome to another episode of Nerd Talk. This is a podcast about games, movies, sports, comics, toys, cars, you name it, you're nerdy about it, we talk about it. I'm your host, Techboy101, or 101 Techboy, still undecided. No, seriously, just your mother Techboy. Today, I have my co-host Retro, we're going to be talking games, games that we're playing, games that we're looking forward to, and games that we really like. This is iPhone 7. PlayStation Plus is where the players are. Now, the Hulk has found his home. I um I actually turned back on um Horizon Zero Dawn because the the DLC I think came out today, so I'm I'm just getting my I'm I'm actually on a new game plus so I'm playing it on a maximum difficulty on my second time around. Um, I'm about to download the DLC and check it out. I've been watching a little bit of gameplay on it, a little bit of review, so it, it adds the element of um actually. The game itself, like on the hardest difficulty, it, it adds a sense of um of like your life is in danger. Like a couple of enemies that I was killing with no problem on the lower difficulties, um, I found even with like my max up stats and max weapons, I was dying. So um, it's gonna be hard for me to <laughs> realize if I'm gonna go through the DLC on the insane mode or if I'm just gonna go back to a previous save and play it on a lower difficulty because I, even on normal they say that it's like insane but I have a hard time believing that but they say they, it, it's added like an element where like you know I mean every every decision you make counts and the enemies can now get like because in the original like most of the enemies they couldn't if you were like um like up high up in certain areas like a lot of the enemies couldn't get to you so it was kind of simple, but now they have enemies that can pretty much stalk you. So it's a little bit more difficult. So I'm looking forward to that. That's what I'm playing right now. You know what? That's uh, That sounds interesting. I've been debating on if I wanted to get it or not. I think I'm going to get it or I'll just borrow it from you or whatever the case may be. But I think I'm going to get it and do a gameplay through of it because it, it sounded interesting even when they released it at uh, E3, when they released the AE trailer at E3. Mm-hmm. Everybody got excited, whether you were getting the game or not. It's just the look of it is amazing. Uh, from what I've heard, the feel is amazing. It operates just like the last one, but like better. <clears throat> so the and the DLC is like really great. Yeah, people. Um, from what I'm seeing, um, a couple of people I know who have it uh, text me and tell me that they actually like it. Um, it, it it's. It, it it brings the nostalgia back. Like a lot of people who had put the game down, they're they're back at it. Cause I mean, I immersed myself in in that world, man. I was playing it for hours and hours at a time. Like I would come home and just like play it, like all the time. So it was, it, it's it's good to get back into the world. Um, it's I mean I I think once I download it, then I'll be like fully immersed in it because that was pretty much all I was playing when I was playing it before. Um. You, yeah, I feel you. Well, right now, uh, segue away from that. I'm I'm actually playing um, Shadow of War and Assassin's Creed Origins. Well, Middle Earth, Shadow of War, and Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, I'm I'm actually interested in Assassin's Creed Origins. I was looking at some of the gameplay um, online, uh, particularly the um, the combat. And like um, when I was watching, I was watching the walkthrough at the beginning, and like I seen like the first encounter when you have with an enemy, and when the dude he sliced the enemy, and I just saw like the blood on the floor and then his clothes. Like I've seen games where like like Dragon Age, I think like they try to introduce like a blood element, but like he sliced and you saw like blood like splatter. And then I just looked at like the com the combat system, and I was just I was actually like really kind of intrigued. Um, so I I think like what a lot of games they're doing now they're adding like an RPG element to like the single player games, and it really um it, it, it's really attracting a lot of attention because these adventure 
um, action games, when you add the RPG elements with the open world, it's just like it really gives you a chance to like really spend your time building and looting and, um, you know, building up, exploring, trying to find new weapons, building up your weapons, armors, etc. But the combat system in it was really interesting. And um, I've been like kind of intrigued by it. I was literally about to buy it, but I just I ended up not buying it as of yet. So, but I'm definitely um, anticipating playing it. So I've been watching um, gameplay on it actually pretty much all day, just going back and forth. Another thing that they've been adding to these games, uh, other than the RPG element, is a looting system, which I think makes uh, everything a little bit more interesting. So in Assassin's Creed Origins, you can, you know, get weapons that you can upgrade, like you said, or enemies drop weapons and you can pick things up and um, not not directly like you can loot their bodies and get weapons, uh, which is actually really cool. It adds a really cool dynamic to the game. Uh, and this game is really it's really cool. It goes with the name Origins. So they show you how the, the orders were created. And it, it's really interesting to see how and why they do certain things. So, for example, in the first Assassin's Creed game, you see um, Altair. He's missing his index finger, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see they explain it in Origins. You see why there there's no finger in XYZ. I don't want to spoil it, but they, they show it in assassin's creed so you guys if you guys um go to my youtube page you can uh, check that out i'll make sure i put the link in the description but you can i'll um i'm gonna by now a lot of the episodes should be up so you guys go and actually see what i'm talking about was it the nerds list tnl gaming with tech boy okay well i see assassin's okay cool yeah, um, I just uploaded the Assassin's Creed now. So when you guys get a chance, just check it out. You can see some gameplay. Let, like I said, let me know what you guys want to see, and I'm going to go through it. Uh, right now, I am going through uh, Shadow of War as well as Assassin's Creed Origins. So I actually uploaded the intro video to Assassin's Creed tonight. Uh, I have to record the audio for the first episode. The rest I did the audio for, surprisingly, but... Um, I have to do that, so I'm going to do that tonight or tomorrow, and I'll start putting them out on a regular basis, and Shadow of War as well. I have to catch up with the audio. I came up with a new uh, method of doing it until I get my capture device, so. Um, yeah, so, and, you know, going back with the whole RPG aspect of what you were talking about, even in Shadow of War, there's an RPG element where you have to build up your character. Uh, when, with, when you're gaining levels, you get to add skill points to the tree and it's not as rpg-esque as assassin's creed but it still has an rpg feel as you get stronger you get to add skill points to particular um traits so as as you get stronger yeah, I, you know, you I, get... I did notice that with the original like they it pretty much was like an action rpg sort of because you pretty much built up um your your your, your character and um, I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't play it enough to know. But did you um, it it wasn't a like you didn't have like a home base, right? You just were um, it was just like a hierarchy of like enemies, and when you like would kill one, like somebody else would take their place, and you can like um, you can like have like you can like infiltrate the ranks and like have like orcs or or like like enemies within the tree or something like that. Shot of War or Shot of Mordor. The first one. So in Shadow of Mordor, the way it worked is you can either dominate or kill the the uh, enemies in that area. I can't remember what it was called, but in um in the Shadow of War, they're called towers. Mm-hmm. You get to take them over. Uh, in the Shadow of Mordor, it didn't really hold any weight. So when you killed one, that was it. Oh, no, when you killed one, I'm sorry, when you killed one. You um, sped up time, and then another one would replace them. Um, and then if you took everybody over, that was it. In Shadow of War, they upgraded it. So now they have the whole tower defense system. So even after you take over the tower, you can still be attacked and lose. 
So it's it's definitely upgraded. Shadow of War, in that regard, the Nemesis system is so much better. I love it to death. But um, Shadow of Mordor, still a great game. I loved it from it first came out. As I said in another podcast, there were a few things that I was on the fence about uh, after I got it because it just seemed different. But after playing Shadow of War, I feel like they made up for everything. It's just such an amazing game. Um. Okay. So, also, okay, the next game I actually want to do a playthrough of is a game that I already beat that came out already, Watch Dogs 2. I'm going to do that one next. Um, I loved that game. I think that was one of my favorite games on the PS4 this year that I've played. Okay. So, I can't wait to get back into that. I just, I love the aspect of the whole tech. I feel like that represents the brand that we're building right here, you know? He's like... It's like the the tech aspect of the nerdy stuff, which uh, we haven't really spoke tech much on this channel, but we plan to actually. We're gonna we have a few episodes playing that it's basically tech. So I know we missed the curve with the with the um, iPhone, but when we get ours, we're gonna do a review and all that good stuff. So any games you're looking forward to? Because like, the... I'm. Go ahead. Okay. No, I was gonna say because um, I'm a I'm a weird gamer, so I, I pretty much like I I'll play a game, but if I don't if I don't feel like invested in it, or I feel as if it's not true to itself, it just won't catch me. Like I'm I'm playing um, Watch Dogs two right now, and I like it, but I'm it, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I think it's like with me. There's just times where I feel like playing like a certain type of game. I think that's what it is. So I think right now I'm more in a mood like I, I was the uh, maybe like last week or two weeks ago. I was like really excited for like Dynasty Warriors Nine. So I was doing a lot of research, um, looking up like um, the gameplay video on it, um, seeing like how it worked. And like initially when I saw it, I was like really intrigued. I'm like, oh, this looks really good. Um, because they're they're pretty much like adding RPG elements and stuff like that. But then I kind of talked myself down a little bit um, when I watched it, because um, games where you're like super overpowered and stuff like that. Even though like Dynasty Wars was one of my favorite games, but it just seems like a bit excessive. But I do like that they're adding the RPG elements, so I definitely am planning on getting it. But I just want something like a a, a bit more realistic, just in terms of like. You know, the scale of things where you can actually, if you're reckless and you go and decide to go fight an army by yourself, you can actually be killed. So, you know, uh, but I'm I'm definitely like looking forward to that coming out. So, so I'm, I'm just to add here. to what you're saying, um, what Dynasty Story is not, it's bigger than that, though, because it's open world. This is the first right. fully open world Dynasty Warriors. So that's what has me ready to get it the day it comes out, I think. Yeah. That, that that that's what has me also that that that's the main thing but i just i don't i just don't know if the combat really has intrigued me enough to which i'm sure they'll i'm sure they'll tweak it and, and i'll be in a better mood to play it because i've been playing um eight right now mm-hmm. and and the mission based systems are or well the battle based system where you just pretty much fight you know what i mean at the the most famous battles in and you know the romance of the Three Kingdoms saga, or whatever, and Wei right. Shu and um, and um, Wei Shu and uh, Wei Shu and Wu, yeah, yeah, when they were like pretty much fighting each other. And the thing that I liked about Eight was that they um sort of went they went past where most of the previous games like stopped off. So they what got into the Jin Dynasty, which pretty much um went after, which which pretty much covered like the era when um. You know, the all, all three of the warring countries pretty much like, you know, it's, it's like a hundred or something years later, and most of the initial people who like started the war, they're like long dead. A lot of their kids, you know, have started in the war and they're long dead. And then you know, it's like strategists that you know were younger and you know at that point, you know, are, are like taking over and trying to you know oh, Jen, rule, yeah. rule, rule the whole China. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's definitely a, um, a a different aspect mm-hmm. which I appreciated, but I'm just trying to get through it because um, 
like when I when I was looking online at um like maxing out your characters, like the characters they go up to level a hundred. So it's just like I, I don't know if there's enough content in there for me to want to sit and build characters up to level a hundred. You know, uh, in a game like Warriors Arachi, where like you notice the progression, like when you if you play that game, like you'll see like when you're at level one and then you literally build them up and then they 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 pretty much turn like super saiyan like they get like super fast and then like you know the it, it to me warriors arachi was beast like because um you put it on a hard you you build them up and you put it on a hard difficulty and you can definitely die so you like very easily but you know i mean you can still maneuver your way to wins and i i found that was that was like the most enjoyable i found it because it was still an element like you came came across like a really strong enemy and you really had to be careful how you took him out so right i just want more of a factor maybe i just but because I, I guess like in the game um when i put it on like harder like chaos mode it just seems like impossible mm-hmm. but i like playing it because i like i like it where you know the odds seem to be against you more so that's, that's pretty cool dynasty warriors 9 comes out yeah february 8th 2018 so i guess i know what my my birthday gift is going to be yeah i'm definitely um and the the day it comes out i'll probably take off of work and actually do some gameplay for it okay so let me know do you know if the game is multiplayer i mean i'm gonna if it's open world well that doesn't hold any bearing but there has to be some information whether it's open um multiplayer or not by now i mean if it's as big as they say i mean it would only be right that you were able to even if they said like hey you know i mean you can team up with like three other people that would still be good single player is it is that what it says that's what it says on wikipedia uh, obviously, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what it's going to be. We can wait to see if after when they release more information to see if it's going to be if they're going to have uh, multiplayer or online multiplayer, whatever the case may be. But as of now, according to this, it's one player, single player, which isn't bad. I mean, it it's it's not really the dynasty warriors way because majority of the dynasty warriors games are multiplayer uh local multiplayer and then in the later ones online multiplayer mm-hmm. but they're trying something new so for me i would definitely just give the benefit of the doubt okay yeah that's true. so i'm yeah, also I mean, looking I... at some gameplay right now and the game looks really interesting the way they put it together like there's a big battle going on but you can just leave and go whatever and do whatever it looks like so that's pretty interesting i'm I'm interested to see how the whole thing works so uh i've had like visions of an open world dynasty warriors game that was kind of like a mix between dragon force and dynasty warriors and if you can like send like let's say your uh way you can send Zhao uh, Dun to a boss fight or whatever, or to take over a camp and then play as somebody else. I think that would be a really cool aspect of it. Yeah, that, that's what I thought they should have did with the Final Fantasy Dissidia. Instead of turning into a fighting game, I thought right. they should have did something like a Dynasty Warriors type game, something like that. That, right. that would have been cool. I would have enjoyed that. Right. I definitely. I, I guess. I guess. Uh, and from the gameplay video that I was watching. The, the enemies were like kind of just like standing around so i wanted to be as long as it's like all right you know the enemies will um you know attack you and stuff like that then i'll be fine with it but mm-hmm. from the part i was watching the guy kind of looked um a bit overpowered and the computer was just stupid i, I don't like games like that. that's why i was like i was kind of like looking into battlefront because battlefront to me it looks dope but i'm i'm gonna have like i, I what i what i think is gonna happen is I'm going to hype myself up about it. I'm going to get it and then I'm going to be um I'm going to be mad because it's not going to live up to my expectations because in certain games I I I I have like very high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I'm because like all right, games that I will spend like hours and hours on usually aren't like multiplayer games. Right. Unless it's something like maybe like 2K. Like I like good stories and like world and environment where you can feel as if you're like invested like like i wanted to play the the old republic 
mm-hmm. but I'm not really a computer fan. So, I mean, I try to load it up on my computer, but I, I was like putting in a password and it just wasn't like, it, it just wasn't like Taking. allowing me to register. Yeah. So I was, I just got frustrated and just like, I tried it on like two or three occasions and it just wouldn't do it. So I was just like frustrated and so I never played it. So I was just going like whatever. So I was hoping that they would have released it on like the console, but they never did. Right. But games like that, like KOTOR, the, the predecessor, KOTOR 1 and 2, I did play them. Um, they're kind of hard to play on the phone, which I have them on my phone. But you know, I'm, I, I don't know when I'm actually gonna sit and play them. Right. Right now. That makes sense. Um, I was actually listening to you guys' podcast, and I think you guys were talking about um, like this whole pay to play and like free games and how the um, like microtransactions. Micro, yeah, microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because, like, the only time I will say like I spent like real money. Uh, on a game, and it's gonna sound really funny, <laughs> but it was in. I was playing this game called The Sims Free Play, and like I, I was addicted to that game. Like I swear to God, for like a year, like I would mm-hmm. play it every. I, I remember and I, that. And I actually spent like twenty dollars on it, just getting like money to like build some houses. Like I was really addicted to it, but. I'm not a person that spent no $300 because I know people who play Clash of Clans and spent like this dude literally that I, that I used to work with, he would spend like his whole check on that game. And I was like, damn, but, and, and the thing was he was retired military. So the check that he worked from the job was just pretty much play around money. So he's spending five, six, $700 every two weeks um, on a game. And I'm like, damn dude, like <laughs> the addiction is crazy. Um, but the reason why I bring that up now is because I'm playing this um the game. It's a uh, Need for Speed, uh, No Limit on the iOS, and it's kind of annoying because you have to like it, it, it's like um um when you race you use fuel and to replenish the fuel it takes time mm-hmm. and if you want more fuel then you can actually buy like you know you can buy more time or you can watch ads to replenish your fuel. Right which is kind of annoying, but the game itself, it's a really detailed, nice game. Um, the races are nice, short, sweet, and they, they added like a lot of elements because, um, my favorite racing game of all time, I would say was, um, Need for Speed Underground 2. So it, I've been looking for a game to give me that aspect, like the customization, um, right. making your colors, um, adding your, adding your, um, your body kits, you know what I mean? Designing them, coloring them. You know, adding your rims, like making each, and it's just like, all right, it's cool, but it's taking me so long. Like I pretty much, I play it every day, uh, and pretty much like it takes a long time to unlock, um, unlock uh, different cars. So right now, I think I got about like maybe like eight, nine, eight or nine cars, but there's still a lot of cars I haven't, um, that I haven't um, unlocked, and it also has like a, um, like a online multiplayer mode, which I like, but I kind of don't like it because you can't pick like who you go against online they just like randomly put you with um somebody who's like in your class so it's like it's like if you're a newbie it'll put you with newbies if you're a contender i think like the next step up is like contender one then you'll be then they'll put you against people that's contender one but then the the reason it's kind of unfair is because sometimes you'll go against somebody whose car is like twice as fast as yours and there's nothing you can do so you just automatically lose and you can't like pick and choose who you're going against like and i don't and the funny thing is i don't know if like if you're actually racing against people because i've been in the middle of races and paused it so i'm just like am i really going against somebody or am i just going against somebody's car against the computer i don't know so but the game itself is it's it's a good game though for for an iphone game like Mm -hmm. i haven't had anything like keep my attention on iphone for a long time I've, i've been looking for a nice game to play and it, it it has me looking for more games, something else to keep my attention. So while I'm waiting for my life to build up, um, I can just, you know, switch over to another game, play for a little while, and then jump back to that when I have more lives. Because I refuse. I'm not going to be spending any more money on these games. Right. Like those microtransactions. That's just not my thing. I'll pay for DLC. Like if, if I'm really entranced in the world, like I actually look, for, I actually look forward to um, like DLC. So when in a game like Skyrim, it's just like it was, um, if I'm not mistaken, like four or five DLCs. Like even though they weren't all that good, I was so like invested in the world. Like I've shaped the world to 
like by the time DLCs came out, I was like so strong and just like pretty much anywhere I went, just like everybody just knew who I was and I was just like a beast that when DLC came down, it's just like, all right, let me just go tackle this real quick and then go about my business. And right. you know, they introduced all these like new weapons and characters, da 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 da. And it's just like, I like that, but I'm definitely not doing microtransactions. I, it, it's just to me, it just doesn't make any sense. And for for like a game online, it just to me, it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't, I don't know when, when this era came or why they do it. Like, like yeah, you may make a couple of dollars, but to me personally, like, I, I have like a, a, a core like set of like games that I'll play and developers that I'll go towards, and I and I and if I don't um like the way like a company is bringing their games out because I'm very fickle when it comes to certain things that I'll, I'll just stop playing your game. I'll be in the middle of the game. I'll get to the end and turn it off. Like, I got to the end of Final Fantasy, and I didn't even beat it, Final Fantasy 15. You know what? Because I didn't was, beat 15 either. I was I was literally at the last boss. Like, the time, and I just, I, I it was just because I felt the game was incomplete. I, I felt it was incomplete. Like, the story, like, I was so intrigued until you got to, like, pretty much, like, um, the climax and the way they spun it, for the amount of time that the game took to, to come out, I really felt as if they did a disservice because um, they were playing with my they were playing with my emotions for a long time. I really was like on the fence, like, oh no, I'm not gonna get it. I played the demo and thought it was trash, and then like I saw like the updated version of it, and I was like, oh, okay, and the combat is actually pretty good. Right. But the game is it's an incomplete game, and. I, I think they've done all the DLC that they possibly could, and it's just like, ugh, I, I don't know. <sighs> I don't. I really don't know, man. So, right. gaming these days really just kind of has me frustrated because, like, games used to catch my attention back in the days, and now it's like really taking a lot. Like, Horizon was the last game like really caught my attention, and if a game isn't like that interesting and i'll just like i'll be interested for a second like yeah 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 and then it's just like eh, i don't know that's why i'm looking at that's why i'm kind of doing my research on assassin's creed but i don't really want to watch too much gameplay because I, i'll talk myself out of it the same way i'm starting to talk myself out of battlefront like in battlefront 2 the the airplane like the not airplane but the the vehicle based missions especially like the space ones those look like really interesting. Like I, I really want to play those, but I'm not sure uh, how I'm feeling. Because when I was looking at the, um, I think they have like ten heroes or something like that. Oh, 14 that you can play as. Um, it looked pretty cool at first, but then I don't know. Like I'm, I'm. It's, it, when I'm as I'm analyzing it, it's starting to look cheesy. So, like I had a lot of people talking about all oh, the expectations, this and that, da 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 da. But I don't know, man. I I I feel as if developers can do a little bit more with um especially with these multiplayer games. So I don't know. Right. Well, you went a little all over the place, so I'm not exactly yeah. sure where to jump in. Um, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I went off on a tangent like a crazy person. <laughs> no problem. But um, something that uh, stuck out to me, you started talking about iOS games. The game that I'm playing right now, I'm actually playing a few. Uh, but on um, iOS mobile, I'm playing Mobile Legends Bang Bang. Uh, it's a five, uh, well, ten player PvP uh, fighting game, or I don't, I don't even know how you would describe it. But it's it's a uh, ten players, what, what, five versus five, red versus blue, and like one of those mobile games where it's like, um, where it's like a certain area, and then you like got to take over like a certain amount of the map or something like that. It's something like that. So the way the game works is you have to from it's like a conquest. So you have to destroy the enemy's turrets and then destroy the enemy's base. There's yeah, five I people think... on your side, five people on the other side. They have a, a long list of characters you can use and they have microtransactions in the game, like all iOS uh, mobile games. So you can buy new characters, you can buy weapons you can buy a bunch of things uh, i don't not weapons i'm sorry you can buy characters you can buy mm -hmm. items you could buy a bunch of things so it, it adds an interesting dynamic to the game if you know what i mean yeah i think i think they call those games moba moba I, I, I forgot exactly what it stands for but they 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 gaining a lot of notoriety 
I've seen, um, I, I see, I think it's, is it League of Legends? I don't remember if, if League of Legends was the one that was the most famous one. It, but there was one that I, I always seen people talking about, and they were, like, pretty much having, like, competitions and all this stuff for money and stuff. Yeah, right. I, I think it, I think it may be League of, League of Legends, but I don't know. Make sure you check out the next episode where Jeff and I talk Tesla, movies, and games. You've been listening to Nerd Talk Radio by The Nerds List. Follow us on Twitter at The Nerds List. Follow us on Facebook at The Nerds List. Follow us on Instagram at The Nerds List. Hello world, and welcome to another episode of Nerd Talk. This is a podcast about games, movies, sports, comics, toys, cars, you name it. You're nerdy about it. We talk about it. I'm your host, Techboy101, or 101 Techboy, still undecided. No, seriously, just your mother, Techboy. Today, I have my co-host, Retro. We're going to be talking games, games that we're playing, games that we're looking forward to, and games that we really like. This is iPhone 7. PlayStation Plus is where the players are. Now, the Hulk has found his home. back on um horizon zero dawn because the the dlc i think came out today so i'm i'm just getting my i'm I'm actually on a new game plus so i'm playing it on a maximum difficulty on my second time around um i'm about to download the dlc and check it out i've been watching a little bit of gameplay on it a little bit of review so it, it adds the element of um actually the game itself, like on the hardest difficulty, it adds a sense of um, of like your life is in danger. Like a couple of enemies that I was killing with no problem on the lower difficulties, um, I found even with like my max up stats and max weapons, I was dying. So um, it's gonna be hard for me to <laughs> realize if I'm gonna go through the DLC on the insane mode or if I'm just gonna go back to a previous save and play it on a lower difficulty because I, even on normal they say that it's like insane but I have a hard time believing that but they say they, it, it's added like an element where like you know I mean every every decision you make counts and the enemies can now get this like because in the original like most of the enemies they couldn't if you were like um like up high up in certain areas like a lot of the enemies couldn't get to you so it was kind of simple, but now they have enemies that can pretty much stalk you. So it's a little bit more difficult. So I'm looking forward to that. And that's what I'm playing right now. You know what? That's uh, That sounds interesting. I've been debating on if I wanted to get it or not. I think I'm going to get it or I'll just borrow it from you or whatever the case may be. But I think I'm going to get it and do a gameplay through of it. Because it, it sounded interesting even when they released it at uh, E3, when they released the AE trailer at E3. Mm-hmm. Everybody got excited, whether you were getting the game or not. It's just the look of it is amazing. Uh, from what I've heard, the feel is amazing. It operates just like the last one, but like better. <clears throat> so the and the DLC is like really great. Yeah, people. Um, from what I'm seeing, um, a couple of people I know who have it uh, text me and told me that they actually like it. Um, it, it it's. It, it, it brings the nostalgia back. Like a lot of people who had put the game down, they're they're back at it. Cause I mean, I immersed myself in in that world, man. I was playing it for hours and hours at a time. Like I would come home and just like play it, like all the time. So it was, it, it's it's good to get back into the world. Um, it's I mean I I think once I download it, then I'll be like fully immersed in it because that was pretty much all I was playing when I was playing it before. Um. You, yeah, I feel you. Well, right now, uh, segue away from that. I'm I'm actually playing um, Shadow of War and Assassin's Creed Origins. Well, Middle Earth, Shadow of War, and Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, I'm I'm actually interested in Assassin's Creed Origins. I was looking at some of the gameplay um, online, uh, particularly the um, the combat. 
And like um, when I was watching, I was watching the walkthrough at the beginning, and like I seen like the first encounter when you have with an enemy, and when the dude he sliced the enemy, and I just saw like the blood on the floor and then his clothes. Like I've seen games where like like Dragon Age, I think like they try to introduce like a blood element, but like he sliced and you saw like blood like splatter. And then I just looked at like the com the combat system, and I was just I was actually like really kind of intrigued. Um, so I I think like what a lot of games they're doing now they're adding like an RPG element to like the single player games, and it really um it, it it's really attracting a lot of attention because these adventure um action games when you add the RPG elements with the open world, it's just like it really gives you a chance to like really spend your time building and looting and um you know building up exploring trying to find new weapons building up your weapons armors etc but the combat system in it was really interesting and um i've been like kind of intrigued by it i was literally about to buy it but i just i ended up not buying it as of yet so but i'm definitely um anticipating playing it so i've been watching um gameplay on it actually pretty much all day just going back and forth Another thing that they've been adding to these games, uh, other than the RPG element, is a looting system, which I think makes uh, everything a little bit more interesting. So in Assassin's Creed Origins, you can, you know, get weapons that you can upgrade, like you said, or enemies drop weapons and you can pick things up and um, not not directly like you can loot their bodies and get weapons, uh, which is actually really cool. It adds a really cool dynamic to the game. Uh, and this game is really it's really cool. It goes with the name origins So they show you how the the orders were created And it it's really interesting to see how and why they do certain things. So for example in the first Assassin's Creed game you see um, Altair he's missing his index finger. I believe it is mm-hmm. um, And you see they explain it in origins you see why there there's no finger and XYZ. I don't want to spoil it, but they, they show it in Assassin's Creed. So you guys, if you guys um go to my YouTube page, you can uh, check that out. I'll make sure I put the link in the description, but you can, I'll, um, I'm going to, by now, a lot of the episodes should be up. So you guys go and actually see what I'm talking about. Was it the nerds list? TNL gaming with tech boy. Okay. Oh, I see it. Assassin's. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I just uploaded the Assassin's Creed now. So when you guys get a chance, just check it out. You can see some gameplay. Let, like I said, let me know what you guys want to see, and I'm going to go through it. Uh, right now, I am going through uh, Shadow of War as well as Assassin's Creed Origins. So I actually uploaded the intro video to Assassin's Creed tonight. Uh, I have to record the audio for the first episode. The rest I did the audio for, surprisingly, but um, I have to do that. So I'm going to do that tonight or tomorrow, and I'll start putting them out on a regular basis. And Shadow of War as well. I have to catch up with the audio. I came up with a new uh, method of doing it until I get my capture device. So, um, Yeah, so... And, you know, going back with the whole RPG aspect of what you were talking about, even in Shadow of War, there's an RPG element where you have to build up your character. Uh, when, with, when you're gaining levels, you get to add skill points to the tree. And it's not as RPG-esque as Assassin's Creed, but it still has an RPG feel. As you get stronger, you get to add skill points to particular um, traits. So as as you get stronger, yeah, I, you know, you I, I get... did notice that with the original, like they, it pretty much was like an action RPG sort of because you pretty much built up um your your your, your character and um I I didn't I don't I didn't play it enough to know but did you um it it wasn't a like you didn't have like a home base right you just were um it was just like a hierarchy of like enemies and when you like would kill one like somebody else would take their place and you can like um you can like have like you can like infiltrate the ranks and like have like orcs or or like like enemies within the tree or something like that shot of war or shot of mordor 
the first one. So in Shadow of Mordor, the way it worked is you can either dominate or kill the the uh, enemies in that area. I can't remember what it was called, but in um in the Shadow of War, they're called towers. Mm-hmm. You get to take them over. Uh, in Shadow of Mordor, it didn't really hold any weight. So when you killed one, that was it. Uh, no, when you killed one, I'm sorry, when you killed one. You um, sped up time, and then another one would replace them. Um, and then if you took everybody over, that was it. In Shadow of War, they upgraded it. So now they have the whole tower defense system. So even after you take over the tower, you can still be attacked and lose. So it's it's definitely upgraded. Shadow of War, in that regard, the nemesis system is so much better. I love it to death. But... Um, Shadow of Mordor, still a great game. I loved it from it first came out. As I said in another podcast, there were a few things that I was on the fence about uh, after I got it because it just seemed different. But after playing Shadow of War, I feel like they made up for everything. It's just such an amazing game. Um, so also, okay. The next game I actually want to do a playthrough of is a game that I already beat that came out already, Watch Dogs 2. I'm going to do that one next. Um, I loved that game. I think that was one of my favorite games on the PS4 this year that I've played. Okay. So I can't wait to get back into that. I just I love the aspect of the whole tech. I feel like that represents the brand that we're building right here, you know? He's like... It's like the the tech aspect of the nerdy stuff, which uh, we haven't really spoke tech much on this channel, but we plan to actually. We're gonna we have a few episodes planned that is basically tech. So I know we missed the curve with the with the um, iPhone, but when we get ours, we're gonna do a review and all that good stuff. So any games you're looking forward to? Because like, I'm go ahead. Okay. No, I was gonna say because um, I'm a I'm a weird gamer, so I, I pretty much like I, I'll play a game, but if I don't if I don't feel like invested in it, or I feel as if it's not true to itself, it just won't catch me. Like I'm I'm playing um, Watch Dogs two right now, and I like it, but um, it I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I think it's like with me. There's just times where I feel like playing like a certain type of game. I think that's what it is. So I think right now I'm more in a mood. Like I, I was the uh, maybe like last week or two weeks ago. I was like really excited for like Dynasty Warriors Nine. So I was doing a lot of research, um, looking up like um, the gameplay video on it, um, seeing like how it worked. And like initially when I saw it, I was like really intrigued. I'm like, oh, this looks really good. Um, because they're they're pretty much like adding RPG elements and stuff like that. But then I kind of talked myself down a little bit um, when I watched it because um, games where you're like super overpowered and stuff like that, even though like Dynasty Wars was one of my favorite games, but it just seems like a bit excessive. But I do like that they're adding the RPG elements, so I definitely am planning on getting it. But I just want something like a, a, a bit more realistic just in terms of like you know, the scale of things where you can actually, if you're reckless and you go and decide to go fight an army by yourself, you can actually be killed. So, you know, uh, but I'm, I'm definitely like looking forward to that coming out. So, so I'm, I'm just to add here. to what you're saying, um, what that is still is nine. It's bigger than that though, because it's open world. This is the first right. fully open world dynasty warriors. So that's what has me ready to get it. The day it comes out, I think, yeah, that 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 that's what has me also. That that that's the main thing, but I just I don't I just don't know if the combat really has intrigued me enough to. Which I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll tweak it and, and I'll be in a better mood to play it because I've been playing um eight right now mm-hmm. and and the mission based systems are or well the battle based system where you just pretty much fight you know what I mean at the the most famous battles in in you know the romance of the three kingdoms saga or whatever when like Wei right. Shu and um and um Wei Shu and uh, Wei Shu and Wu yeah yeah when they were like pretty much fighting each other and the thing that I liked about eight was that they um sort of went they went past 
where most of the previous games like stopped off. So they what got into the Jin Dynasty, which pretty much um, went after, which which pretty much covered like the era when um, you know the all, all three of the warring countries pretty much like you know it's, it's like a hundred or something years later, and most of the initial people who like started the war they're like long dead. A lot of their kids, you know, have started in the war and they're long dead and then you know it's like strategists that you know were younger and you know at that point you know are, are like taking over and trying to you know oh, Jen, rule, yeah. rule the whole china right. yeah so With it, 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 yeah it's it's definitely a, um a, a different aspect mm-hmm. which i appreciated but i'm just trying to get through it because um like when i when i was looking online at um, like maxing out your characters, like the characters they go up to level 100. So it's just like I I don't know if there's enough content in there for me to want to sit and build characters up to level 100. You know, uh, in a game like Warriors Arachi, where like you notice the progression, like when you if you play that game, like you'll see like when you're at level one and then you literally build them up and then they 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 pretty much turn like Super Saiyan, like they get like super fast and then like you know the it, it, to me, Warriors Arachi was beast. Like because um, you put it on a hard, you you build them up, and you put it on a hard difficulty, and you can definitely die. So you like very easily, but you know, what I mean, you can still maneuver your way to wins. And I I found that was that was like the most enjoyable. I found it because it was still an element. Like you came came across like a really strong enemy, and you really had to be careful how you took them out. So right. I just want more of a factor. Maybe I just, but because I, I guess like in the game. Um, when I put it on like harder, like chaos mode, it just seems like impossible. Mm-hmm. But I like playing it because I like I like it where you know the odds seem to be against you more. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Dynasty Warriors think... Nine comes out a release Febu- date for it? yeah February eighth, two thousand eighteen. So mm-hmm. I guess I know what my my birthday gift is going to be. Yeah, I'm definitely. Um, and the the day it comes out, I'll probably take off of work and actually do some gameplay for it. Okay. So let me yeah, know. Think, Do you I know if the I'm game like... is multiplayer? I mean, I'm gonna if it's open world. The, well, that doesn't hold any bearing, but there has to be some information whether it's open um, multiplayer or not. By now, I mean, if it's as big as they say, I mean, it would only be right that you were able to. Even if they said like, "Hey, you know, I mean, you can team up with like three other people," that would still be good. Single because... player. Is, it, is that what it says? That's what it says on Wikipedia. Uh, obviously, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what it's going to be. We can wait to see if after when they release more information to see if it's going to be if they're going to have uh, multiplayer or online multiplayer, whatever the case may be. But as of now, according to this, it's one player, single player, mm-hmm. which isn't bad. I mean, it it's it's. Not really the Dynasty Warriors way, because majority of the Dynasty Warriors games are multiplayer, uh, local multiplayer, and then in the later ones online multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But they're trying something new, so for me, I would definitely just give the benefit of the doubt. Okay, yeah, that's true. So I'm yeah, also that, looking I... at some gameplay right now, and the game looks really interesting. The way they put it together, like there's a big battle going on, but you can just leave and go whatever and do whatever it looks like. So that's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see how the whole thing works. So uh, I've had like visions of an open world Dynasty Warriors game that was kind of like a mix between Dragon Force and Dynasty Warriors. And right. if you can like send like, let's say your uh, way, you can send Zhao uh, Dun to a boss fight or whatever, or to take over a camp and then play as somebody else. I think that would be a really cool aspect of it. Yeah, that, that's what I thought they should have did with the Final Fantasy Dissidia. Instead of turning it into a fighting game, I thought right. they should have did something like a Dynasty Warriors type game, something like that. That, right. that would have been cool. I would have enjoyed that. Right. I definitely. I, I guess. I guess. I, and from the gameplay video that I was watching. The, the enemies were like kind of just like standing around so i wanted to be as long as it's like all right you know the enemies will um you know attack you and stuff like that then i'll be fine with it but mm-hmm. from the part i was watching the guy kind of looked um a bit overpowered and the computer was just stupid i, I don't like games like that. 
That's why I was like, I was kind of like looking into Battlefront, but that's Battlefront. To me, it looks dope. But I'm I'm gonna have like, I, I, what I what I think is gonna happen is I'm gonna hype myself up about it. I'm gonna get it, and then I'm gonna be um I'm gonna be mad because it's not gonna live up to my expectations. Because in certain games, I I I, I have like very high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm because like all right. Games that I will spend like hours and hours on usually aren't like multiplayer games, right? Unless it's something like maybe like 2K. Like I like good stories and like a world and environment where you can feel as if you're like invested. Like like I wanted to play the the Old Republic, mm-hmm. but I'm not really a computer fan. So I mean, I try to load it up on my computer, but I, I was like putting in a password and it just wasn't like it, it just wasn't like Taking, allowing me to register yeah. so i was just, i just got frustrated and, and just like i tried it on like two or three occasions and it just wouldn't do it so i was just like frustrated and so i never played it so i was just going like whatever so i was hoping that they would have released it on like the console but they never did right but games like that like kotor the the predecessor kotor one and two i did play them um, they're kind of hard to play on the phone, which I have them on my phone. But you know, I'm, I, I don't know when I'm actually gonna sit and play them. Right. Right now. That makes sense. Um, I was actually listening to you guys' podcast, and I think you guys were talking about um, like this whole pay to play and like free games and how the um, like microtransactions. Micro, yeah, microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because like the only time I would say like I spent like real money. Uh, on a game, and it's gonna sound really funny, <laughs> but it was in. I was playing this game called The Sims Free Play, and like I, I was addicted to that game. Like I swear to God, for like a year, like I would mm-hmm. play it every. I, I remember that. And I actually spent like twenty dollars on it, just getting like money to like build some houses. Like I was really addicted to it, but. I'm not a person that spent no three hundred dollars because I know people who play Clash of Clans and spent like this dude literally that I that I used to work with, he would spend like his whole check on that game. And I was like, damn, but and, and the thing was he was retired military, so the check that he worked from the job was just pretty much play around money. So he's spending five, six, seven hundred dollars every two weeks, um, on a game and I'm like, Damn, dude, like <laughs> the addiction is crazy. Um, but the reason why I bring that up now is because I'm playing this um the game. It's a uh, Need for Speed, uh, No Limit on the iOS, and it's kind of annoying because you have to like it, it, it's like um um when you race you use fuel and to replenish the fuel it takes time. Mm-hmm. And if you want more fuel, then you can actually buy like you know you can buy more time or you can watch ads to replenish your fuel. Right which is kind of annoying, but the game itself, it's a really detailed, nice game. Um, the races are nice, short, sweet, and they, they added like a lot of elements because, um, my favorite racing game of all time, I would say was, um, Need for Speed Underground 2. So I've been looking for a game to give me that aspect, like the customization, um, making your colors, um, adding your, adding your, um, your body kit, you know what I mean? Designing them, coloring them. You know, adding your rims, like making each, and it's just like, all right, it's cool, but it's taking me so long. Like I pretty much, I play it every day, uh, and pretty much like it takes a long time to unlock, um, unlock uh, different cars. So right now, I think I got about like maybe like eight, nine, eight or nine cars, but there's still a lot of cars I haven't, um, that I haven't um, unlocked, and it also has like a, um, like a online multiplayer mode, which I like, but I kind of don't like it because you can't pick like who you go against online they just like randomly put you with um somebody who's like in your class so it's like it's like if you're a newbie it'll put you with newbies if you're a contender i think like the next step up is like contender one then you'll be con- then they'll put you against people that's contender one but then the the reason it's kind of unfair is because sometimes you'll go against somebody whose car is like twice as fast as yours and there's nothing you can do so you just automatically lose and you can't like pick and choose who you're going against like and i don't and the funny thing is i don't know if like if you're actually racing against people because i've been in the middle of races and paused it so i'm just like am i really going against somebody or am i just going against somebody's car against the computer i don't know 
So, but the game itself is it, it's it's a good game though for for an iPhone game. Like mm-hmm. I haven't had anything like keep my attention on iPhone for a long time. I've, I've been looking for a nice game to play, and it, it it has me looking for more games, something else to keep my attention. So while I'm waiting for my life to build up, um, I can just you know switch over to another game, play for a little while, and then jump back to that when I have more lives. Because I refuse. I'm not gonna be spending any more money on these games. Right, like those microtransactions. That's just not my thing. I'll pay for DLC. Like if if I'm really entranced in the world, like I actually look for, I actually look forward to um like DLC. So when in a game like Skyrim, it's just like it was um if I'm not mistaken like four or five DLCs. Like even though they weren't all that good, I was so like invested in the world. Like I've shaped the world to. Like, by the time the DLCs came out, I was, like, so strong and just, like, pretty much anywhere I went, just, like, everybody just knew who I was. And I was just, like, a beast that when DLC came down, it was just like, all right, let me just go tackle this real quick and then go about my business. And, right. you know, they introduced all these, like, new weapons and characters, da 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 And it's just like, I like that, but I'm definitely not doing microtransactions. I, it, it's just, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. And for, for like, a game online, it just, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't know when this era came or why they do it. Like, like yeah, you may make a couple of dollars, but to me personally, like, I, I have like a, a core like set of like games that I'll play and developers that I'll go towards. And I and I and if I don't um like the way like a company is bringing their games out, because I'm very fickle when it comes to certain things that I'll, I'll just stop playing your game. I'll be in the middle of the game. I'll get to the end and turn it off. Like, I got to the end of Final Fantasy, and I didn't even beat it, Final Fantasy 15. You know what? Because I didn't was, beat 15 either. I was I was literally at the last fourth. Like, the time, and I just, I, I it was just because I felt the game was incomplete. I, I felt it was incomplete. Like, the story, like, I was so intrigued until you got to, like, pretty much, like, um, the climax and the way they spun it, for the amount of time that the game t- took to come out, I really felt as if they did a disservice because um, they were playing with my they were playing with my emotions for a long time. I really was like on the fence, like, oh no, I'm not gonna get it. I played the demo and thought it was trash, and then like I saw like the updated version of it, and I was like, oh, okay. And the combat is actually pretty good, right? But it, the game is it's an incomplete game, and. I, I think they've done all the DLC that they possibly could, and it's just like, ugh, I, I don't know. <sighs> I don't. I really don't know, man. So, right. gaming these days really just kind of has me frustrated because, like, games used to catch my attention back in the days, and now it's like really taking a lot. Like, Horizon was the last game like really caught my attention, and if a game isn't like that interesting then i'll just like i'll be interested for a second like yeah 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 and then it's just like eh, i don't know that's why i'm looking at that's why i'm kind of doing my research on Assassin's Creed. but i don't really want to watch too much gameplay because I, i'll talk myself out of it the same way i'm starting to talk myself out of battlefront like in battlefront 2 the the airplane like the not airplane but the the vehicle based missions especially like the space ones those look like really interesting. Like I, I really want to play those, but I'm not sure uh, how I'm feeling. Because when I was looking at the, um, I think they have like ten heroes or something like that. Oh, 14 that you can play as. Um, it looked pretty cool at first, but then I don't know. Like I'm, I'm this it, when I'm as I'm analyzing it, it's starting to look cheesy. So. Like I had a, a lot of people talking about all oh, the expectations, this and that, da 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 da. But I don't know, man. I I I feel as if developers can do a little bit more with um especially with these multiplayer games. So I don't know. Right. Well, you went a little all over the place, so I'm not exactly yeah. sure where to jump in. Um, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I went off on a tangent like a crazy person. <laughs> no problem. But um, something that uh, stuck out to me, you started talking about iOS games. The game that I'm playing right now, I'm actually playing a few. Uh, but on um, iOS mobile, I'm playing Mobile Legends Bang Bang. Uh, it's a five, uh, well, ten player PvP uh, fighting game, or I don't, I don't even know how you would describe it. But it's it's a uh, ten players, what, what, five versus five, red versus blue, and like one of those mobile games where it's like, um, where it's like a certain area, and then. You like gotta take over like a 
certain amount of the map or something like that? It's something like that. So the way the game works is you have to, from it's like a conquest. So you have to destroy the enemy's turrets and then destroy the enemy's base. There's yeah, five people think... on your side, five people on the other side. They have a, a long list of characters you can use. And they have microtransactions in the game, like all iOS uh, mobile games. So you can buy new characters. You can buy weapons. You can buy a bunch of things. Uh, I don't Not weapons, I'm sorry. You can buy characters. You can buy mm -hmm. items. You can buy a bunch of things. So it, it adds an interesting dynamic to the game, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think, I think they call those games MOBA, M-O-B-A. I, I, I forgot exactly what it stands for. But they 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 gaining a lot of notoriety. I see. Um, I, I see. I think it's is it League of Legends. I don't remember if, if League of Legends was the one that was the most famous one. It, but there was one that I I always seen people talking about, and they were like pretty much having like competitions and all this stuff for money and stuff. Yeah, right. I, I think I think it may be League of, League of Legends, but I don't know. Make sure you check out the next episode where Jeff and I talk Tesla, movies, and games. You've been listening to Nerd Talk Radio by The Nerds List. Follow us on Twitter at The Nerds List. Follow us on Facebook at The Nerds List. Follow us on Instagram at The Nerds List.